We back, dude. Episode 40. Can't believe it, man. 40 eps, dude. And uh, next month, man, I'm coming up on a year of doing this podcast, which is pretty fucking cool, man, to be honest. I remember, I even remember recording the first episode being super timid, like I was sitting in my van for work. And, uh, you know, I was just tired of the tired of like lying to myself about oh I'm gonna I'm gonna just start doing this or I want to do this but never doing it and then I remember hearing the commercial for Anchor the one you hear before every episode of mine <laughs> I need to re-record that thing dude um but basically it was an ad on a different podcast I heard and I was like okay there's no fucking excuses anymore they're literally like here you go the thing you want to do we're gonna do it for you all you have to do is fucking talk like we can't do that part for you so uh, yeah, dude, almost a year. This is insane. And, uh, I, I'm loving to do it. I love every fucking time I get to post. This is, I don't know. To me, this is like, so I've always something I wanted to do or in this form, you know what I mean? And so, uh, it's just crazy, man. To think about 40 episodes in almost a year in and we're going to keep going. That's what we do. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Uh, I guess just to, you know, before I get into the topics I get into, I always try to like, you know, kind of tell you how my, you know, my thing's been going and uh, uh, not much to report on, but uh, Valentine's is coming up right on Monday. Got the Valentine's thing going on. I guess, I guess you could technically call this the Valentine's episode, but obviously we're audio only. So in the future, we're going to make this shit popping each week with like holidays and all that stuff i don't know maybe <laughs> but uh i don't know man not too much going on in the in the life of your boy but uh you know all that shit always changes week to week i mean it's crazy how i know some people put out three or two podcasts a week because it's like man like i know there is shit to talk about but I feel like give it a week. And I mean, even now I'm I'm recording now, but tomorrow some fucking bombshell that I have to report on the following week can happen. But, you know, doing this week to week gives me time to for like shit to happen. And oh, shit does happen in my life, you know, in mine and in the world in general, man. Um, so, you know, I guess we'll just get into it right now, dude. Like one of the. I've I've got like a lot of topics, right? But one of them, I don't know if I've brought this up before on the pod or not. Hopefully, if if I have, then you're just gonna hear it again. If I haven't, here we go, dude. So um, there's this uh, there's this company called Theranos, right? And th- uh, this chick behind it, I forgot her name. Let me let me check this out real quick. You know, check it on the intranet. Um, let me see. I feel like I know the name, but I'd, it's not coming to me. Elizabeth Holmes, dude. So there was this chick, right? She started this, uh, essentially was uh, this sort of blood machine that could tell you like all your ailments from just one drop of blood. It was just, I guess, to replace the whole idea of people going to doctors, getting a whole blood, uh, what do you call it? The whole blood report. They take a whole like couple of vials of your blood, and then they can tell you what you're deficient in or what you need more of, and all this stuff. So basically, one small machine. You go to a Walmart, you go to a Walgreens, CVS, whatever. Give a drop of blood, and they can tell you all that within like whatever time. And uh, you know, people around her telling her that like, you know, there that this technology is like ten years out still, like to tell to do this to make it like available to the public like this you know not just in doctor's offices but anyways goes forward with it uh i won't i mean that there's a whole series coming out and this is why i bring it up because so anyways let let me get to the the end of the story so uh, obviously later she, she gets found out that she didn't have this technology she couldn't do what she promised and she basically the like defrauded or frauded people, uh, actually Walmart and Walgreens, I think, into buying the product, into like pre-ordering the product, 
Her company was set to be a billion dollar company because, you know, obviously this is something that people would want. Like you want to know just by taking a prick of some blood and knowing like, you know, instantly what's wrong with you. Um, but as it you know turned out, she couldn't prompt, she couldn't, uh, what do you call it? Uh, she couldn't make good on her promises. It all got defrauded. It all fell apart. She started dressing like, uh, like what she thought tech billionaires would look like, you know? And then she even changed the sound of her voice to make it sound more intelligent, <laughs> dude. And like, and it's funny because they said that like people who went to high school with her or even college was like, that's not her. Like that, that, That's not how she sounds, which is hilarious, which is now is why you can't fraud people nowadays because I feel like, like even me, if I was to fraud people and, and I gate and I went public with the story of my life, people were like that's not who he is. Like that's not him. They could instantly call bullshit and have a whole page about me on how I'm bullshit on Facebook or whatever. Like it's that it's that easy nowadays. Anyway, she got found out, um, and then she's being indicted. And then, dude, her court, her her verdict, or I don't even know what the fuck, but like her court case just happened a couple months ago like not even two months ago three months ago maybe and then hulu is dropping a series about her and dude i have such i'm starting to get like i don't know like i feel like when we get releases of shit now at least 20 years has gone by because like more evidence comes out more stuff comes out there's there's time for the story to like breathe and then some people actually do like more research and then you find like more ins and outs look maybe i'm wrong on the sense of they don't need that much time to find out what's going on with these uh with these scandals now and you know they can just go to print because dude this story broke like what three, four years ago. I remember first hearing about it on Joe Rogan. I don't know how old the company is. I don't know when it exactly started, but definitely not twenty years ago. You know, shit, maybe not even ten years ago. And there, in like the court hearing her her sentencing, I don't even know if it's her sentencing, but just like what she got indicted for just happened. I don't even think she got her sentencing yet, and. Dude, they're already having a series about her. It's so crazy how fast they do these series on shit. Like, it just happened. Like, they, they did, like, a small documentary. Or or I think when the GameStop shit was happening with uh, the, the stock market. How, you know, they were trying to... Uh, what's his name from... The guy who predicted the Michael... Michael Balm or something. Uh, predicted, you know, the housing market crash. You know, he also, he was still in charge of a firm that was, like, doing stuff where he would devalue a stock so that, I hope I miss, I understood this correctly. He would downplay a stock so that way he could sell hundreds of shares to, to his clients and then... Man, I forget. I, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to bore you with me trying to remember this. But anyways, so all these people heard about that. They were like, "No, fuck that. We're going to drive the price of the stock up," which they did. Which was GameStop, AMC, all this shit. It was a. It was a huge. Uh, you know, it was a huge news thing. And then like, uh, people who were trying to pull their money out, uh, what's his name, Rob, that investing at Robinhood wouldn't let them because then that means that like the people who were trying to make the money, like the real you know, what do you call them, the real whales who were investing the money weren't going to get their money back. So Robin Hood was playing this shit like, you can just be uh, an investor and, you know, in college trying to play this whole thing, which is, it's good though. It's good that that shit happens. And then all these like bigger, like these corporations get found out that they're just like assholes and hacks that they were just trying to like, you know, make you think you were something, but then doing something behind the scenes. So it's cool when companies like that get get put on uh get put on blast but anyways like they were already trying to do something with that I was like dude it just happened I remember the the news broke on that and like 3 months later Netflix to to make a documentary on the GameStop thing I was like dude slow down like 
it hasn't even happened. I mean, shit, at least the big short came out. The The market crashed happened in, what, 2008? And then when did the big short come out? Let's see. Again, this is this is all great. Stopping the, the pod to do some research. But I'm trying to bring it to you. 2015, okay? Pr- pretty decent amount of time, at least, for, for, you know, to get all the information correct and then make the movie about it. And, dude, I stand by that fucking movie. I stand by it. And I still think you should check it out. Like, I'm right here, right now, telling you, stop what you're doing. Check out the big short. Because it is one of the best movies on how we got fucked as of the American people. It's insane the things we do, we let happen behind the scenes because we just want to like you know we want we do we we go to work we try to do the best we can and make an honest living. Meanwhile, there's all this nefarious shit going on in bankings and loans and and the housing market, the auto uh, the auto market, whatever, whatever you want to call it, the tech industry, who knows, dude, but we were just letting all this shit slide, and like, dude, lately, um, lately, I've been getting more and more obsessed with like the, like finance and stuff, and how murky of an industry that is, because there's just so many words they've created, and, and so many like gray areas and loopholes that they can basically get away with stealing our money, it's insane, now, me, am I a you know, I'm just a little guppy in this financial market. Are they taking my money? I'm pretty sure, but in a very small way, like a very small amount of money that they're taking from me, you know. But it's a lot, you know, it's collectively a lot of us, right? Because we pay the taxes that went to go fix that issue. And if, you know, and that's insane, man. And it was what, $15 trillion just gone? You know, was it 18 million people lost their jobs? 16 million people lost their homes? You know, uh, what the fuck? And and then it just it just baffles me, dude. That like, and then when we bailed them out, that was our money. Like, man, it's it's crazy, man. Like, I don't want to go too too deep, but. It's just I I keep I have to watch that movie every now and again because I really want to understand what happened for what reason I don't know, <laughs> but like I hear Bill Burr talk about it all the time and and he's really like an advocate for like man fuck these bankers and lawyers and all this shit because I don't know if you've ever had an issue with your bank right and I'm not talking about um, identity theft or whatever because that shit happens. Like you go, like I've had that happen. I went to my bank; they fixed it. It was kind of weird. They were looking at me a little funny. They were like, uh, "Are you sure you didn't make this purchase?" And I was like, "What? Am I sure I didn't make this purchase in Turkey?" I was like, "Can you go through months and months of my uh, what do you call it? The uh, you know, go through my spending habits? Can you see if I ever made a, a purchase in Turkey?" I was like, the closest thing I've bought remotely close to Turkey was like a sub at Jersey Mike's, dude. <laughs> like, so research my sub at Jersey Mike's, but I did not make a purchase of the Turkish district, you know? So anyway, so like, but an issue with your bank, like I had this one issue and maybe this wasn't the issue of the bank, but it's so crazy how. They only keep certain records up to a certain amount of months, and like if you need, if you have a question or something that regards past those months or years or whatever, they can't help you. But it's like, why not? Like, how, how do you? You guys are the ultimate record keepers of my money, of my cash. Like, you guys should, if if I'm putting my money in your bank, you should have records of the fucking first day I was there, and then if I ask you about, hey, what did I do back then for records that I need? It shouldn't be that hard to be like, oh, let's just check it out. But of course, you know, they're just like, well, let's dump this out because this year passed and this year passed, which I get it makes sense. But it's like still, you know, anyways, okay, enough rambling with that. I'm just saying, let's get back to the main point. And I'm just saying, like, they're they're, they're moving too fast on these on these documentaries and already like series of uh of shit that's just happening, like, dude, you got to let all this shit play out, you got to see, because the pandemic, 
yeah, affected us for those two years, but we're talking 10 years out of when it's like going to completely, we'll completely get out of this, you know, then make the documentary then, you know what I mean? I don't want to see it two years from now because it's like, no, we're still living in it and there's more shit coming out later. Like what they found people spending those PPP loans, uh, <laughs> you know, that was supposed to help small business people pay their employees. But it was like people were just like going to the one guy got caught with a new Ford truck. Uh, Ferrari or some shit and then he spent the rest at a strip club like it's not the lottery that kills people it's the amount it's just the idea of having all this money and being so fucking stupid like like being stupid kills you not the amount of money that's what I feel like because if you're a level-headed person and you win this huge amount of money or you get this amount of money if all you've been hungry for was stuff, then all that shit will kill you. Like, all that stuff will kill you. But if you're like, no, I want to have this money and then not work for the rest of my life and invest it in other ways and triple and double this or double and triple. I went the fucking reverse way. I want to triple and then I want to go double. No, you go double, you go triple. All right. Like, being stupid kills you, I feel like. Because I'm not going to say that if I won the lottery, I would do it different. But hey, guess what? If I won the lottery, I'd do it different, okay? Because, dude, I'm looking, if I win the lottery, dude, I'm like, this is my ticket to just doing what I want for the rest of my life. And that's all I want to do is I want freedom, you know what I mean? So when these people get this amount of money and the first thing he does is go buy a fucking Ford F-150 truck, like, ah, you're insecure, dude. I'm sorry, but like you think you need all this shit to... To be somebody, I mean, I, I get it. That's the society we live in right now where it's like you have to buy this. You have to look like this. You have to drive this. You have to, you know, all all the things that, hey, be this so you can be that. You know, that's what we do. Um, people want to fit in. You know, I'll never forget it. I When I worked at Zoomies, I saw this kid. You know, let's just say he was of the of the unpopular type and, and he was like, he was like, Oh, man, I feel so fucking bad. I'll just say it. But like this is the kid because this kid thinks he's a kid, right? He's like 14, 15. He thinks if I buy this, then in my head, I look like those guys, right? So he comes up to me. He's like, yeah, I got Yeezys for Christmas. He Any dude, I'm not even joking. He had that like lisp in the back of his mouth or he talked like this. Like wasn't wearing braces. So I wasn't sure of how he had that talk. But he was like, yeah, I got some Yeezys on. I was like, you got some what, man? He's like, I got some Yeezys on. I was like, Yeezys? And he's like, yeah, Yeezys. And I was like, I look over at my skate counter, dude. And what I look, what I think I'm looking at is like like a wicker sock. You know, have you ever seen wicker? It's like like these thin plies of wood or something that's like woven between each other. It looked like a wicker sock with a thick a thick seam down the middle. Because he had these bulging khaki pants or slacks, whatever, covering him, dude. Like, you could only see his toe cap of the shoe. I was like, and then he lifts up his pants to reveal the the Yeezys underneath. And I'm like, oh, buddy, come on. I was like, he was covering the shoe that was meant to be, like, displayed. Like, you wear, you know, a cuffed-up jogger, maybe a, some skinny jeans to show the shoe off. Right. But this kid thought, I'll buy the shoes, I'll have the shoes and I'll be cool. You know what I mean? And and nothing, no knock on that kid because he's just a kid. But it's like, man, I don't even know where the fuck how I got here, but let's keep going. But like um, all that shit of like, you know, that kid thinks I buy this product. I'm going to be what who I'm going to be the person that all people who buy this product are. And it's just not the case, you know. I don't know if you've ever seen like a person, and they've got the head to toe gear. You're like, yeah, they should be cool, but they're just not, you know. And it's because all that shit doesn't make you who you are. It's like it's you who, it's you who's gonna make you who you are. So you got the fucking. That's why when I see these, oh, dude, when I used to work at the mall, I used to see all these kids just trying their hardest to like be what is in now you know they're buying the fucking gucci belt they have a gucci t-shirt they got the fucking chain they got the little fake watch or the whatever they're just trying so hard to be 
what is in and it's like dude it doesn't take that much to see right through you you're just we can see what you're doing you know what i mean like had the newest blah had the this blah blah you know it's all just fucking garbage okay all this shit end of the day it's just shit and like it's gonna go in your closet like in uh and it's gonna sit there and you know you're gonna fucking forget about it All right, man, had to take a quick break. Wife called and drank some water, started choking on it. Didn't want to do that on the pod. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, all all of that's, I mean, dude, you know me. You know my stance. If you listen to the pod, it's always like, fuck all that material shit. And just, I don't know, put that, put your money somewhere else better. I don't know. <laughs> Definitely not in the housing market. It'll burst again. I'm not too sure. But, um, a real quick, dude, side note, real quick, while we're on the topic of um, a hype beast and material shit, dude, can we please, I, I want to put it out there. I saw my last version of this shirt that I want to see. Let's just put it to rest. Please, if you're listening, you hype beast, you love the new stuff. There's this brand called Antisocial Social Club. And uh, <laughs> they, great name, great fucking name for a, a, a streetwear company, like, can't knock them on that, fucking 100% genius, bulletproof name, can't find any holes in it, love it, dude, love it, now they're horrible shippers from what I hear, like, they're like, you order something in their fall collection, you'll get it in, in the next fall collection, real bullshit people have posted that they've ordered shit, and they've, uh, they got it like three months, four months, five, even in some cases that I've seen six months from when they ordered, which is like, that's horrible. And I, you know, at one point, you know, I'm cause I'm going to keep it honest. I'm going to keep it true. I wanted a shirt from them, uh, back in the day and you know, which is two years ago, whatever, three years ago. And, uh, but when I read all that, I was like, no, nah, fuck that. I'm not, I don't want a shirt that bad that I give them money and then I get it months later. Nah. You know, if I order it, bring that shit in a week, you know, and it's that's not my fault, bro. It's not my fault. That's just the way we do it now. It's just the way you 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 ship shit. It comes in a week at least, maybe even a couple days, whatever. Anyways, so they have a specific font and, and a way that the brand looks right. And dude, I'm not joking when I say this, but almost every type of business has tried to do a playoff on this on their logo or on you know and it's like dude it became the pac-man or the dunkin donuts or the whatever plug another big company that brands use to like turn that they make it look like their brand like a i don't know whatever if uh the hundreds were to use like the dunkin donuts logo to come up it's like we get it it's dunkin like stop Dude, be original. You know what I mean? Like, that's fucking number one thing I always try to push is be original. Stop with all this, like, oh, yeah, but it's our version of anti-social. I've I've seen a retro, like, I follow this, like, 90s retro page. They put out a shirt. I follow, like, a, uh, a food, like, a foodie Instagram account. They put out a anti-social social club shirt, like, resemble it. I've, uh, this guy who makes like patches and stickers and stuff point is can we just quit with that shit dude like it is so and you know what and (laughs) and look i'm this is just my opinion it could be still hot in the streets you could want you know something like that sure great but me personally i'm tired of seeing it dude it is the lackluster it is the bare minimum of doing something with your company or your brand, like, it's ridiculous, dude, like, they did it, they did it well, and maybe the first person to copy got through the gate, and that was it, everybody else, just, dude, stop, like, it's over, it's over, like, oh, man, like, one of the most original ideas that I saw, like, when I, when I saw this shirt, I was like, I need to have that, and that's what I think, they somebody killed it. It was a play on Thrasher magazine, right? Which was, 
you know, a couple years back too was fucking exploding. was hot. Like everybody wanted, again, I, when I worked at Zoomies, not even a couple years ago, dude, it was like five years ago now this shit was blowing up. And, uh, dude, people, you couldn't, everybody wanted a Thrasher magazine shirt, hoodie. We were selling them like crazy, dude. The minimum our store did in a year for Thrasher, I would say our store did like at least a hundred grand in Thrasher easily. There's no question. And, uh, so there was this company called Honeymoon, I think. I don't know if they're around anymore. I saw this shirt at a festival and I was like, okay, I need to have that shirt immediately. It's It was in the Thrasher f- uh, font and it said Thugger, <laughs> which is Young Thug's like, you know, another alias for Young Thug. And it said Atlanta, Georgia on it uh, where it would say Skateboard Magazine. Dude, instantly, I was like, love that shirt, need that shirt. It's not even an official merch from Young Thug, which is even better because he doesn't get any of the money. So, <laughs> but like, I thought it was a fucking great play on Thrasher Magazine, a, a, a great shout out if you love Young Thug. Um, I don't love Young Thug, but, you know, I, I do enjoy his music and I thought it was worth wearing. I thought it was a different t-shirt. And so, yeah, I dude, I fucking went out found the website, found where you can get it, and I bought that bitch, you know? <laughs> and so I remember I, I told this story a long time ago, but I got asked by one of my uh, one of these people that used to work for the company, Zoomies. I was like, "Why? how can you never buy any of my shirts? I was like, well, I buy shirts. If I see something I just have to have, like I love, I'll buy it. You know, if it's, I mean, this is a harsh way to put it, but if it's corny, I don't want it, like, because... I got to be so confident into wearing it, like into like, I want to walk out of the house wearing this shit. If I'm like, I'm not feeling it, why would I spend money on it? And, and, you know, no knock on those companies or whatever, but oh man, like I, I talked about it before, but I feel like a dick for saying it, but like, I almost don't care if, if I know you and we're cool, I'm not going to buy a shirt off of you because of that. Like, if you have a business, don't you want your business to be like, uh, you know, purchased for for the right reasons? And so, like, I get support and all that. I do. I understand. Maybe some people, when I had the skateboard company, were buying off him just for just because of who I was, and I appreciate that one thousand percent. But I'm saying also, if those people were buying it and they liked the board and they liked the graphics I was putting out, I assume, and maybe I shouldn't, but I'm gonna. That they were like, oh, I liked the, the way the board skated before. I liked the graphics you put down. Now I'm buying it for those reasons. No, no longer for JR. Like for mainly the reasons of like I think these are cool ass graphics or the board shape is nice. Whatever. I'm gonna assume some of them became that. Now if it was purchased because of me, hey, love you guys, appreciate you always. But it it's not my. I would never pressure somebody into being like, bro, but we're bros, bro. Come on, bro, support a bro, bro. <laughs> Like, no, dude, it's always, it's always like, I want them to buy it for the product, never me. Forget about me. Is the product what you want? If it is, great. I'm I'm so happy we met there at that situation. So all this to say, fucking stop printing that shit on shirts just because it's easy to do. Like, be original, fucking, just be original. Like, that. And I, you know what? I'm probably not the most original guy. If you want to argue that, sure, fucking whatever. I started the two millionth podcast on this earth. It's fine. It's cool. And I, and there is no purpose to this podcast but just to dick around and and give my opinion on stuff and hopefully make you laugh for a second, which is you know the whole intention. But um, yeah, let's stop making those documentaries so fast, dude. <laughs> Dude, I started there and and then the tangent exploded and expanded, which, you know, it's just great. Dude, I love just like, wait, what was I talking about in the beginning? <laughs> um, I was thinking, oh, dude, uh, they, they try to cancel, right, they're still trying to cancel Joe Rogues, right? In case you don't know me and Rogues are friends, so I can call them Rogues. Um... I try to cancel him. It seems like it's not working. Everybody's supportive. Everybody knows, obviously, who this guy is. 
he's not going anywhere. I mean, it's just, it just didn't work. They tried, it didn't work. Joe has done, what, too much for a lot of people for them to, for them, for anybody to talk about on him, dude. It's just like, they know who he is and they're, and they're sticking by it, which is great. But here's where <laughs> it's like, you ever seen a kid who doesn't get what he wants? So he like, you tell the kid no and he goes off and he kicks the door. He goes off and breaks something out of anger, hits something, right? And you're like, oh, you fucking little kid. Fucking, you know, you, know, you, you want to do the worst thing, but you can't because it's illegal. You're like, oh, you fucking laws on your side i'll just send you to your room (laughs) but so they tried to cancel joe didn't work as the cancel culture is a little kid i'm assuming behind a computer he's like no i wanted to cancel joe when it didn't happen you know he's like so pissed his ice cream fell in the form of joe rogan so he's pissed he's gonna lash out and what does he do he finds Aquafina, dude, and goes up to Aquafina and says, hey, you, you're Asian. She's like, yeah, but you sound like you're appropriating black culture by having a black scent. And she's like, what? Because <laughs> anybody would. And uh, all right, so they're trying to cancel Aquafina for having this quote unquote black scent, dude. And if. So two things I want to say, who brought it up, right? Was it a black person or was it a white person, right? Who brought it up? Because I feel like and 100% think that if you were to ask a black person, hey, do you think she's appropriating black culture? Do you think she has a black scent? And then I would feel like the black person, well, show me what a black scent is. <laughs> you know what I mean? They they would put the, the person asking on the spot, like, yeah, what's a black scent? You know, like what you all, th- so you're saying we all, all black people talk the same? Like that's if like you went up to a, 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 a Hispanic person and be like, hey, do you hate the way, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> do you hate the way that, uh, what's her name, uh, Sandra Bullock has is doing a, a uh, uh, Hispanic American accent, and I'm like, yeah. What does that sound like? You know, sort of like these, <laughs> sort of like these. And uh, I'm like, oh, really? So you think that's what we all sound like? I don't know. That's what I assume that if a black person was like, oh, what what do we sound like? You know? Because I feel like that's kind of a kick in the teeth to them too. Like, Aquafina has a black scent. Like, but anyways, real quick, I want to point out the irony in this situation. I just want, I think on my second episode, I talked about this shit because it was so, it was happening then and it was, uh, it was at the time of the pandemic where, uh, because the, the pandemic or, or, or COVID was linked to, uh, Wuhan, China, uh, or Japan. I don't know where Wuhan is. I'm an idiot living in South Texas. Just, just so you know, uh, wherever uh you know they associated with with asian people that like uh any asian you saw on the street was associated with covid that that they carried or had or were responsible for covid whatever it was and uh the the media not not this in real life but the media was portraying that like you know asian americans were uh, uh were you know getting hate for this now true that they were probably getting hate for this yes understand like made sense because we're idiot Americans and we think like, oh, just because this equals, I mean, dude, they were stopping, they stopped drinking Corona beer just because it was called coronavirus. Like, how fucking stupid do you have to be to like do that? Just fucking drink the beer. Shut the fuck up. You know, you know, sorry to my mom and sister for cousins so much, but hey, it's a passionate episode, dude. I'm sorry. (laughs) And so, so there was this whole like stop Asian hate, right? But it's so, and I've talked about it on the second app where I was like, you know, fuck it, just keep moving, like, fuck all this noise, like, it's just, you don't worry about that, like, it's gonna be over in a couple months, and it and it was, because then people stopped chanting that, and now, look how it came full circle, almost a year to the date about all this shit, where it's like, now they're going after an Asian person for having a black scent, and it's like, what happened to all that, like, 
you know, stop Asian hate, dude. You just went back. You're like, no, fuck that. You had your time. Now we're going back full circle. These fucking people, man, this cancel culture shit is like eating its own tail because now it can't make sense of what to cancel, of what to to, to uh, punish people for. You know, before they might be like, you know, they themselves are going to cancel themselves, man. It's just what it's going to be. It's going to be, you know, like that time... Uh, uh, what's his name? Larry King told Jerry Seinfeld the show got canceled, and Jerry was like, "We didn't get canceled." He's like, "I ended this show after nine nine years." He's like, you know, getting pissed off at him, and Larry King's supposed to be embarrassed, but it's like, "Come on, Jerry, come on, Jerry, let him go." Anyways, uh, so they try to get uh, I don't know what the point of that was, but you know, you're here. Let's keep going. Um, so they try to cancel uh, Aquafina for that. She gets off to it. She gives in to them, dude. Like, if if anything I have learned, it's like don't give in to these people. Don't give – just keep moving. Keep doing what you're doing. Let them let them huff and puff and try to blow your fucking house down and, you know, just keep going. That, that's what Dave did. That's what Joe is doing. Like all these people are, are, you know, they know who they are and the people who know them know who they are and they just are trying to move on with their lives and they're and, – and keep it moving forward. So – but she uh, she gets off Twitter. She's like, I'm I'm leaving Twitter or whatever. It's not good for me. And it's like, dude, you gave in to them. You don't apologize to these motherfuckers. Well, like, first off and foremost, this I want to know who you have to apologize to, right? Like, my idea of this is she tells all of them, okay, you know what? If you're upset by this black scent, I'm gonna I'm gonna rent out a uh, an auditorium. If you are truly offended by my what I said or or how I sound because I grew up in New York and I grew up in an environment where people talked a little uh, different and I, I ad- uh, adopted that, you know, uh, that dialect or whatever and that's just who I am, then come to this auditorium and, and I will personally – apologize to you and i will and to prove that you are offended by this we'll check any type of social media or posing or anything that you, you know you come we'll verify that you were offended immediately around the date that this came out and then i will apologize to you i do i promise you i guarantee you 100 percent. some the people that would be there are fucking white people you know like who or these i don't know man like i say that too and and Cause like who else is getting offended by this shit, dude? Like working class people aren't getting offended by this shit, you know. And I only talk about it because I think it's ridiculous. I'm in no way one second giving this any sort of offense, nor nor do I feel that I don't get offended by all any of this shit that's happening. It's all satirical, dude. Like everything that has happened in the recent years has been like satirical. Like people say, like, oh, the Simpsons predict have predicted all this stuff. Uh, no, dude. I'll tell you what. Uh, it was a bunch of people in a writing room trying to think of the most wildest shit that could happen in the world and then put it in this cartoon world and then just wrote it. And since the world has gone fucking mad and, and things have just gone off the rails, what they joked about then just happens to be happening. There's no prediction. Like... If you sit in a room and come up with 10 ideas of something that could happen in the future, I guarantee you at least one of those things will come true. The other won't or or takes later or whatever. But you can think of ridiculous shit happening. And if you said 10 years ago, what do what if they get mad at an Asian woman for sounding like she's black or adopting a, the, the black culture? It's like, yeah, that'd be pretty wild, man. But that just sounds crazy. It wouldn't happen. And then cut to now, it's happening. And you're like, oh, shit, I guess it did happen. You know, the world is getting too, it's just more satirical than it is scary, dude. Because it's just like, I mean, what, man? Like, I don't know. I, they should fucking leave her alone. Like, what does she do? She's rising up in fame and people just hate to see that. Like, she's she literally booked all the fucking best roles you could with all the best companies. She was in that Shang-Chi. She did that Raya. She has her own show on Comedy Central. Like, shit was blowing up for her. She was a she was a rapper, you know. 
Um, I think that's where she got her first uh, starts as, which is kind of weird, but whatever. I never heard one rap song from her. Um, and dude, and can I really quick, let's make the obvious obvious. I don't even think Aquafina, the water bottle brand came after her, but other people are coming after her for her black scent. Like, dude, if anybody should be pissed, it's Aquafina, but also probably they send her bottles of water and they thank her because nobody wants to drink that fucking bottled garbage. But, you know, <laughs> like, dude, when's the last time you had a bottle of Aquafina? Like, <laughs> dude. They used to sell it in our gym uh, in, in middle school, right? Uh, we had the vending machines. We had soda machines, a Gatorade machine. And in the Gatorade machine, they had Aquafina as a uh, as a, as a water choice. And, dude, that, that shit was fully stocked. Like, people were buying the Gatorade instead of that shit because nobody wanted to drink that shit for sure, dude. It t- dude, I, and I, uh, I actually had a, a bottle of it. The other day, and I say other day, but I mean like years ago. And uh, to that water and Dasani, like they sound like they should be like, dude, to sit in a room and be like, what are we going to call this bottle of water? It has to be something with water in it, but also the quality of water. Aqua... Aqua, uh, fine water. It's fine. It's aqua. It's fine. It's water. It's fine. It's good. It's good enough water. Aqua good. Aqua enough. Aqua fine. Aquafine. Aquafina. Aquafina. <laughs> you know, dude. And then Dasani was just some Middle Eastern dude. Like, we should call it Dasani. You know, some like rich billionaire in Dubai. Just like, I want to sell water. And just, okay. You know, just throw a dart anywhere on on the map. He's like, oh, landed on Dasani. Okay, let's make it that. And that's a Dasani was born. But anyways, those two waters are such bullshit. You t- Dude, it tastes so... I don't care if they add shit to make it taste like that. Stop. Stop doing that. Because before you know it, it's going to be like anti-water water club. <laughs> They'll fucking... Uh, They'll make a. They'll do the whole. They'll copy anti-social shit. You know. They're like, is it water? No, no, no. Listen, listen. It's anti-water water club. Like what? But weren't you guys Dasani before this? Yes, yes, yes. We were, but now we, we get rid of Dasani. Now we're anti-water water club. It's like okay, sure. <laughs> and uh, anyways, dude, fucking leave Aquafina alone. She's named after a horrible water. She's suffering enough. And hopefully they're fucking sending her some some water. Like the least they could do, man. You know what's funny, dude? I'm talking all this shit. Yet I'm drinking a bottle of water from like my local grocery store. What's the difference? I don't know. They made us think there is one. I just became bougie. It's not even bougie. It's like local. It's like my local uh, grocery store water. what else man oh dude number one thing i wanted to talk about you know the social media sites have opened up a lot of cool shit right you get to keep in contact with people you used to know hey how you doing oh good just had a kid just got married hey man what are you up to? You still hanging out in your basement playing Nintendo? Like, yeah, man, fucking living the life. All right, man, sure, cool, whatever. That's kind of sad, but I'll see you later. But one thing that I wish the generation before me did not do is, I mean, it's a good and a bad thing. It's a gift and a curse, but posting videos of where they work at fast food restaurants. And not only that, but showing you how this shit is made. Now listen. Your boy trying to be healthy on that healthy tip. You know, I'm trying to be on that healthy tip. And I'm not trying to eat fast food. It's going well. It's going great. Staying away from all that shit. I feel better. I don't look as much better, but I feel better. So that's what counts. And I don't want to know... 
how Taco Bell meat is packaged and delivered to you. I don't want to know. Uh, what was the other? One? I don't want to know how Wendy's chili is made. I don't want to know what Subway de- like. I'm not trying to hear or see any of that shit because look, the allure is. You pull up to the draft, you're hungry, you know you're going to get your food hot, you know it's going to taste good, it's going to taste the same as it did the other time you had it. You just need that little satisfaction, although you'll feel like shit later, you just need that moment, that that belief that what you're eating is good and fresh and it's delicious and it calms your hunger and you feel good for about five minutes and then, then you feel like shit after because you feel all the sodium and all the cholesterol and fat coursing through your body and then you eventually just shit it out and you're like, okay, I'm done with that. On to the next meal. But then, dude, they're killing the allure of all of that. Again, I'm not trying to fucking eat like that, but I get I, I used to, and I know what I'm talking about when I when I mean the allure of you see people working in the kitchen, they're cooking the food, and you wanna believe they're doing the god honest work of keeping a clean environment and making sure you get the freshest, hottest food, right? But then you get the generation before us and they're like, oh, fuck it. I'll fart on anything and just post it because that's what they do, dude. They'll show you like, hey, you know, Wendy's chili is fucking sent to us in a bag and it just sits, you know, on the floor or something. And then and then when it's time to make more chili, I just empty the bag in this heater and it heats it up and that's what you eat. And it's like, cool, dude. Cool, I get it, I get it. I understand for Wendy's to turn some sort of profit, they need to send the food in the bag like that, but take fucking better care of it or do something. Make me still believe that it's all, it's cooked right there in front of us. And uh, was it recently I saw, what was it, dude? It was this fucking, I think it was Subway. An employee at Subway had posted like, what uh what their meat was and it like they opened it out of a bag and it was all crumbly it's like oh but when when it gets heated up it turns into this and it's like oh fuck man like it like i said it's a gift and a curse right because then it gives you an idea of what you're eating and makes you like be more turned off for that so you can stop eating all that bullshit but then it also is like when you want it and you're like, fuck, I just want to taste it again. So you go and you try it and you're like, oh, fuck. But I remember this thing was sitting in a bag and in heat and water. I have to activate it. Your food shouldn't have to be activated, bro. It should just be food. Oh, God. Could you imagine like, oh, do you want this juicy hamburger? Just drop two little droplets of water and, and add heat. And there you go. It expands into a cheeseburger. No, you shouldn't have to activate it, bro. But that's what some of these fucking companies are doing. What looks like these companies are doing. And I, and I get it, dude. Maybe, But you know what? No, I know the intention of these motherfuckers, these, these Gen Z fucking kids, dude. They're not trying to, like, let you be aware. They're just like, oh, look what you're eating, stupid. <laughs> you know, like, I don't clean out the soda nozzles. So you're eating fucking, you're drinking and eating leftover garbage. And that's, like, the main reason I got out of that shit, too, man, is, like, I think about... Where I work, how many people don't care about their job, right? And for the most part, it won't affect a lot of people in that way. Now, get the idea of somebody in charge of what you eat. And imagine if there's 10 employees. Out of those 10 employees, how much of those employees don't give a fuck about what you consume and how you consume it? Oh, I'll tell you. I'm assuming there's one motherfucker that gives a shit about what you put in your body there. And it's the manager because it all falls on them. Maybe there's two managers, let's say. It's a, it's a fine establishment. But the rest of those people don't give a shit about like how your food comes out or if the burger was sitting or if the fries are cold or if the fries don't have enough salt on them or if the lettuce was kind of chilling on the floor a little bit. You know what I mean? Like these... For the majority, I'm going to say don't care how your food comes out. They're just doing their job. They're fulfilling an order to get paid, to get moving. You know, they they don't care. And sure, they're like, this is kind of gross that I have to unpack the meat for this food that people want out of a plastic bag and then add water so it can be meat. You know what I mean? 
dude, do you want do you want this to become meat? Okay, add water and heat and it'll become meat. <laughs> like it shouldn't become meat, dude. It should just be. And it, you think about that and you're like, fuck, like, I don't know if I want to keep eating that. And so that's where I came to the conclusion of like, yeah, I'm done. Done with that, dude. And um, and uh, of course, dude, of course I get cravings of like McDonald's or, uh, you know, Chick-fil-A, all these places. Because, I mean, Chick-fil-A for the fucking sauces, dude. I mean, God damn it. And now you can buy the sauces at at the store now so it's like eh, well you know sold me the crack easier i don't have to go to you directly i got a middleman now but no i i try man i try my hardest not to uh not to do that and it's tough but it's also like i see those videos and i'm like yeah i don't want to i don't want to put that in my body i don't know what it's going to do if i have to as soon as it hits my stomach acid it might activate a fucking a monster in my stomach, you know, a monster from Stranger Things, just, just in my stomach being created because it had to be activated first, and then as soon as it hits my stomach, acid just like coming out of me. I'm like, great. Just wanted a number three with fries, man. Now I got a mutant living in my stomach. <laughs> but I don't know, man. If there's there's something else I could finish up the convo with yeah you know what dude i'm gonna end on this man i uh i hear talk about like simulation all this stuff and uh what recently i heard like what one of uh spacex's shit's gonna hit crash into the moon great you know that's cool uh fucking moon was just chilling you know providing us with uh, waves and, you know, lunar eclipses and whatever else the moon does, you know, for some people, for some girls, it provides, you know, who you should date next or whatever, or if the person you're with is compatible. So there you go. And now we're just gonna have a spaceship crash into it. Great. Great. Thank you. Elon Musk. Great. But you know, and then I read somewhere that the reason why we don't get, like, a lot of asteroids in our area is because, like, Jupiter or Saturn, like, takes them on. Maybe it was Jupiter. Like, takes most of the impacts, like, and has taken some, like, some pretty big hits. Um, but I think about how we are, like, dude, how are we alive, you know? And I know you could break it down scientifically or religiously, but really think about this, dude. Let's take a let's take a step out of our own bodies one for one second. Like for human life to be living, the the environment and where we live had to be exactly perfect, right? Let's go the science route. The science route, right? All the elements in our world had to be perfect so we could exist because if we if it wasn't if it was off slightly one maybe we have a third arm out of our ass and then you know like this four eyes on our face but for everything for us to work it had to be perfect just right you know evolutionary we follow the this path and it takes us to where we are now just so some people could wake up at 8 a.m. and get a slushie at a gas station. Great. Awesome. We did it. You know? Just so you could destroy your intestinal system with whatever Subway's putting in their meat. All right? Great. We did it. Woohoo! So all those things had to be perfect for us to be here, right? Okay. And then you go the, you go the Bible route. Uh, man created from dirt. Break, break off one of them ribs. You know, give it to the woman. Hey, what's up? I need your help with things now. So let's go, right? Okay, great. But still, but even that route, you go that route, right? Things still had to be perfect around us to even work. Now, if you go that route, it's God who creates everything you need in every single order that you need it in for it to work out. 
Then homegirl bites the apple. You told her, hey, don't do it. She still bites the apple. And there you go. Everything gets led into chaos. Now people go to the gas station, grab a slushie at 8 a.m. Fuck it. We did it, right? <clears throat> but still, all that, dude. I some I sometimes do this just because like, if I'm feeling like uh, overwhelmed, I'm feeling like the world feels like too much. It's crumbling. It's coming down on me. It's stressful. I'll go on Google Earth. And I'll, and I'll uh, or maps or whatever, I think it's Google Earth mainly, and I'll zoom out, right, of of where I'm at. I'll, I'll zoom out of my city. Oh, okay, there's there's more smaller towns around me, whatever, I zoom, I zoom out again. Oh, okay, there's bigger cities, I see them, I'm starting to see the outline of like South Texas, and I zoom out again. Okay, now I'm seeing the whole outline of Texas, it's huge, all these cities, all these towns, uh, these streets, uh, highways, you know, all desert, you know, and you got the foliage. Okay, I zoom out again. I'm starting to see more surrounding states. See bottom of Mexico. Let's zoom out again. Okay, now I'm starting to see a little bit more bottom, the south of uh, the United States. I'm zooming out and I'm zooming out and I'm zooming out and I'm zooming out till I'm till I'm looking at the world, right? And I'm looking at the world and I'm like, Look how look how big this is. And I'm this little speck in this little part of this little land. Real zoom. I'd have to zoom in. You know, my fingers got to spread open like five or probably more than five times, you know. And then you think we're on a floating rock in the middle of space, dude. And. For some reason, we're not falling, we're not moving like up or down, we're just rotating in a circle, but we're just floating there. We're just we're just there in the middle of nothingness with other planets bigger than us around us as well. And I'm like, dude, all that. And somebody goes to Wendy's and grabs her chili that was in a bag that was sitting on the floor. (laughs) And it's like, but Jupiter takes on most of our asteroids so we don't die. And what the fuck is Jupiter doing, dude? It's just, are there people on Jupiter? Are there things on Jupiter? In a million years, will will the environment just be right enough for Jupiter to then take on, you know, people of their sort and then are we cool with them do we go to war with them is this an interplanetary war zone battle that we have to all come into because after you die maybe 500 years later 500 years later you get born again but you don't remember your previous life and that's just how it goes that we die and we get born again hundreds 200s 300 years later whatever it is like and then i calm down i'm in my truck and i'm and i'm calming down i'm like ah Okay, cool. My issue that I'm going through is possible to get through because what I just fucking thought about in that second is way bigger than me and way more expansive on what I could ever deem possible. So, okay, I can get through, you know, getting through this next job. I got to do whatever. So, (laughs) but with that, dude, I always think like, how is it possible that anybody on this earth could ever... Tell me with a straight face, this is how it is. Like, you're here because of this. I feel like that's kind of a hard thing to say because how do you know for in, for, for fact, for a fact, that's why we're here or that's how we got here? Like, how can you, without a, without a doubt in your mind, say, this is how we got because even the Big Bang theory is just a theory. They think that's how it happened, and they're trying to. Di- and I think they're either disproved it or trying to disprove it right now. So it's like, how can anyone tell me that this is the way it is? You know, I don't know, dude. See, and that's why I can't smoke weed, man. You know, buddies of mine are like, man, you should smoke. I'm like, no, I shouldn't because. If I do, then I'm going, I am going to space, dude, like, like through my soul, my, my soul will come out my body and I'll travel there because of weed and, and I won't like it, dude. 
I, what's, I'll astro project there, dude, and I'll end up on Jupiter and talk to those homies and tell them, like, yo, a million years from now, we're going to get into a war, but it's okay because I'm, I'm warning you now, you know? That's why I can't smoke, dude. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I thought I ended on that on the pod, dude. But um, thank you for another week, guys, or six people, whatever. Appreciate all six of you. Ten of you sometimes, you know. <laughs> it, it changes week to week, but never did it for the listeners. I, I just do it because I think I, I have a great time doing it. And uh, it's kind of in the realm of something I've wanted to do. So it don't matter. We're here. We're doing it. And uh, man, I will see you guys next week. Later.